Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. I just read something else about the Robin Hood thing. Um, so not only were they restricting people from buying it, not only were you only allowed to sell it, they were automatically selling people's shares. What? They were just doing it. The The email that someone got says... In light of recent volatility, we are restricting transactions for certain res- for certain securities to position closing only. However, due to this unreasonable risk involved in brokering your position, we have closed your and this uh, closed your 4,500 shares of GME for an average price of $118.93 on the date given. Your trade confirmation will be available on your order history in Robinhood in one trading day. If you have any questions, please visit our help center, and we'd be more than happy to help. They just did it. And you couldn't cancel it. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I saw, but, you know, it's not, you know, the, the, the odds aren't stacked against us, you know, like. <sighs> I saw a funny meme. Um, <laughs> and, oh, shit. and it said, pandemic day 25. I made bread, smiley face. Day 95. I sure do miss my friends. Day 310. The White House appears to be under the control of a shirtless man in a Viking helmet. Day 330. Reddit's coordinated attack on Wall Street is going as planned. (laughs) I mean, you know, when you... This shit just keeps getting wilder and wilder, doesn't it? (laughs) You have a bunch of people with their own devices. Crazy. Yep. Wow. So, hey guys, we're back. Welcome back to uh, At the Diner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Mike Lunsford. With me in the co hosting duties, I have Mr. MC Brooks, I have Mr. James Rambo, and I also have the wonderfully talented Miss Jade Dilla. We are talking about the fucking insanity that is our world right now and how none of us would anybody have ever thought that people buying shares of GameStop would be toppling hedge funds at a billion dollar pace. Like I, I'm just like, I'm at a loss for words for this shit. Like I just like, it, it's kind of nice though to see that like the devil is being used as an implement to destroy the even worse devil, you know? Like they're using the, the shit name of GameStop to, to fuck over hedge fund douchebags. Like it's just, oh man, fucking wonderful. For our second episode of this week's podcast, we are going to be talking more food, but we're also going to be talking about the unexpected, things that people wouldn't expect you to enjoy that you really, truly enjoy. So what I want to do is I wanted to kick it off with the fancy food here. I, it pisses me off on a regular basis because I'm cheap, that at one point there was a time when lobster was plentiful and cheap. And then somebody decided, what if it wasn't? What if we made a lot of money off of it? And that, that's where we're at now. Lobster is expensive as fuck. I, 
goddamn love lobster. I also love crabs. I like any seafood for that matter. And seafood across the board is typically expensive. So I would say that that's one of the fancy foods that I enjoy the most. But at the same time, too, crabs is like a very like sit at a picnic table covered in newspaper, eating it with dirty hands and drinking beer. So I wouldn't really say that that's fancy. So I wanted to start there. It's expensive. Um, but I would say the the fanciest thing would be, I would probably say sushi would probably be the fanciest thing that I really, really enjoy because really good sushi, because you can get cheap sushi um, and, and pay the price uh, gastrointestinal wise, but <laughs> good sushi is expensive for a reason. And I, I'm, I'm for it, man. I will throw down for some good sushi and it's, it's one of my favorite um extravagant uh, expenses. So we'll kick it off there. Let's go to our esteemed guest, Miss Jay Dilla. What about you? What's a fancy food that you love the shit out of? So I'm going to actually take your first mention mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't technically your pick. So I'm going to take the crab legs because oh. I'm not big on all sea. I actually don't like lobster. I don't know what in my brain makes that different than crab legs, but I don't like it. Lobster's um, sweeter, honestly. Like, yeah. Well, I've never had lobster where it wasn't where it wasn't chewy, and I've uh, had lobster at amazing restaurants. It's always been chewy as fuck to me. Well, mm. well my choice are not just any crab legs, but specifically king crab legs. Oh, oh well. Oh yeah. Until I just looked it up to make sure that that was actually what it was called, um, <laughs> and I am seeing what an absolute monstrosity these uh-huh. crabs look like. Um, so that's a little bit upsetting. So don't look at that. <laughs> um, remember that they, early? You remember that early Xbox 360 game, Lost Planet? Yes. That's yeah. that's what that's what King Crab reminds me of is like some fucking monster it from is. that game that you would have to fight like some weird bug thing that you have to kill. Oh, don't say bug. I don't want to eat their legs. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but King Crab legs. That's my first pick. And I will eat crab legs without any sort of obviously butter makes everything better. Um, country crop girl here. <laughs> uh, but crab legs, I can eat them just straight up. Love them. Why is that not like a rapper's name? What? Country Croc? Country Croc, yeah. <laughs> that's because it's like probably King You're Rock's asking to be ego. memed if you do that. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We had, there, was a are... dude named, there was a fucking douchebag named Kid Rock for fuck's sake. Like, I mean, that's the dumbest name ever. Like, what was the, what were the two guys? It was Billy Ray Cyrus. And then what was the other guy's name in his uh, Country Road or... Um, Lil Nas that X. fucking song um yeah i feel like that could have been like featuring country crop like <laughs> old town road is what it was called yeah like worst fucking song ever goddamn uh okay well that's your opinion <laughs> <laughs> i I, for- I forgot i'm not allowed to besmirch the good name of the cyrus family in your presence <laughs> The person who named their car Miley Cyrus, for fuck's sake. That is true. But I actually like the version without Billy Ray Cyrus better. But the song slaps still. Fair enough. Who's next, guys? Which one of you is taking the bougie food contest? I don't know, man. I don't know if I have enough. I can think of, like, one thing that's not really all that fancy. What do you got, MC? I don't have anything. I'm I'm not really a fancy food guy. I, really? I don't have 
Yeah, I don't really have it. I mean, I w- if I had to pick anything, it would probably be it would probably be sushi. But like, I'm also vegetarian, so like, nothing I would get sushi wise would be fancy anyway. Hey man, you're a cheap date. That's awesome. Like, think of that, like in that level. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can buy me fancy food, but it's cucumber rolls. You know, like, fuck, I can do that. I got five bucks. Let's do this shit. MC, come down to Richmond, and I will treat you to the most expensive vegetarian food there is to offer. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure. I I went to a quinoa place down there, and it, I I paid a pretty penny there. It was good though. It was good as fuck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Richmond's one of my one of like low key one of my favorite food places to go to. So okay, I also want to throw this caveat out there too. It doesn't have to technically be the food itself is fancy because like I'll, I'll give an example so you can get a steak somewhere cheap but you can also get a really good steak somewhere and it's going to cost you a good bit more like my example is outback steakhouse like i feel like that's like mid-range as far as steakhouses go but for price but i'm willing to go to outback and pay more because like i normally first off i'm not really a big steak person but like there's something about their steaks that are fucking just like amazing and i will go there and order like the steak and lobster because it's it's just so much better there than it is anywhere else so that like i would give that to you rambo maybe if there's something that where you're like i'm willing to pay extra for better quality sort of thing there's there's really two things that spring to mind um and it's seafood and steak um so yeah some some combination of the two of those uh or or you know either of those um because again i grew up with no money so for us that was like sort of a big deal um and it's and i'm i'm realizing now that's also one of the reasons why like during quarantine i got really into um even though i I mean just cooking in general um trying to kind of perfect my steak making became like a big deal um but yeah like crabs shrimp uh, i'm also a maryland boy so like crabs are like a staple um Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, born no. with a certain amount of Old Bay, like, already in your bloodstream, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really it. Like, a really nice crab cake. Uh, yeah, that's a big fucking deal. Like, a, like a lump crab cake. Um, yeah, said- anytime I'm... Uh, oh, fuck. The, the great American restaurants have these... Um, oh, dude. Yeah. Crab Mike- fritters. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, Mike's American Grill. Yeah. Fuck that, that shit <laughs> man <laughs> it's like corn and crab and like fucking like super deep fried thin cheddar cheese and oh god it's amazing it's like this lobster sauce yeah fucking phenomenal yeah um See, you said you weren't fancy you fancy as fuck <laughs> i guess <laughs> i suppose <laughs> But yeah, no lobster. I my uh, a friend of mine, uh, her um, her uncle owns an awesome restaurant uh, uh, over in Falls Church, Idlewood Grill. Uh, Zena, you know Zena. Um, Zena's uncle owns the Idlewood Grill, and it's uh, um, oh no shit. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. Um, and yeah, it's I've had easily the best meals of my life at that fucking restaurant um particularly for her birthday uh and they like go all out like grilled octopus and um and like 
like last year it was fucking like fog raw was was one of the things included um so i gotta try that for the first time that's fucking cool um <laughs> how is that i've never had it before it is it's not to my taste i can see why someone would be really into it um but it was just really, really like like people at the table were like taking chunks off of it, and I was like, I will take a thin layer of that and spread it on some bread and enjoy that. Um, it's really, really intensely flavorful. Rich, um, isn't it? Like really rich. Super fucking rich. Yeah. Um, and uh, and depending on how it's made, incredibly cruelty full. Um, so keep an eye on that if you're gonna have some. See how they made it. Because it can go really, really fucking bad, uh, depending on how it's made. Um, which I can elaborate on if you'd like, but uh, <laughs> I let's 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 not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very unpleasant for the animal it comes from, depending on how it's done. I mean, this is coming from a dude who, like, on only on special occasions will order veal. So Ugh. I've been in that. I, I've I've been in those situations and. It's part of the reason why I won't order it on a regular basis because it makes me feel just a little bit bad. So, <laughs> I mean, they didn't go kill the cow when you asked for it, so it was already there. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, though, you know, well, like at least they're not. Well, no, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're both pretty fucking shitty. So, <laughs> are there yeah, any other... yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, like I said, best meals I've ever had, and we they did lobster one year. And it was like it, it like the flavor was great, but I've never had lobster where it wasn't super extra chewy. In my mind, crab beats lobster every single time. Yeah, I actually I prefer the taste of the flavor of crab over over lobster, anyways. So I like there's a there's a place down in Williamsburg called uh, Captain George's. It's a seafood buffet. And it's of high quality. You pay a lot, but it's it's worth every fucking penny. And they have crab legs galore. Like this might be a thing where like when that's open again, like we're just we'll just we'll, we'll all get in like a, in a big fucking van, like a like a giant family that like goes traveling around singing songs and shit, like the Partridge Family. And like I'll pick up MC and I'll pick up Rambo and then we'll go to Richmond. We'll pick up Jess and we'll all go to Captain George's and just eat this seafood. Now I feel like a dick because MC's a vegetarian. I say, um, you guys will be eating. <laughs> they do have a I'll, lot of other I'll options there too. Well, god damn it. <laughs> they have a really awesome snow cone place across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an asshole now. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like it's um, yeah, just amazing seafood. They have this thing called Norfolk Special. And that's how you say it, by the way, too. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Eddie, me? No, never. Um, I, <laughs> it's seafood. It's, it's crab. It's um, shrimp. It's scallops in a garlic butter sauce. That, what else do you need, right? A spoon. That's pretty much all you need. And just that. And, oh, my God. I love that. I could eat that all day. It's, like, one of my favorite things. Any other fancy foods that you guys have that you're just, like, that are worth the... Oh, fuck. I have another one. I'm sorry. We're talking about seafood. As a Jew, um, you get introduced You get introduced to it as a very young age um, when it comes to bagels. Bagels can't be just, just cream cheese. You get lox, smoked salmon, like very specific North Atlantic salmon, right, is what you get. And like having that on a bagel, one, 
is delicious too like it just outs me immediately everybody's like like oh wow much be a little more stereotypical mike get some more locks like it's just it's so fucking good have any of you guys ever had it before no i have i love the flavor i can't stand the texture i can see that it's yeah it's 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 a acquired taste for sure it's the same reason i always get like very very fat kid sushi when i get sushi which i quite like but it's usually like oh yeah this there's gonna be like like some cream cheese involved or like shrimp tempura or something along those lines you Uh, would love this place called sticky rice down here i love sticky rice oh with the fucking bucket of of uh yes yes Yes. Yes. awesome yeah yeah they do like um godzilla rolls is what it's called and um let me just bring up really quick what is in this roll um just a second here i was already bringing it up (laughs) oh good you got it uh yeah so um the godzilla roll is a large crunchy shrimp avocado cream cheese spicy sauce and cucumbers with tempura crunchies and uh tobiko which i don't know what that is um topped with wasabi mayo scallions and eel sauce so what you're describing is not terribly different from uh, there is a little sushi place inside the Crystal City Underground. Um, I know exactly what place you're talking about. Holy shit. And they have something very similar to that, uh, minus the scallions, the tempura bits, and the spicy mayo. Um, and it's fucking delicious. And it gave me heartburn every time I had it. <laughs> and I had it many, many times. <laughs> I am so glad, MC, that you've been to Sticky Rice because they have very similar rolls that are like vegan and vegetarian. They mm-hmm. like have the best vegetarian options for sushi sure because do. it's not just like, here's a California roll. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me add that to my growing Steve Rogers-esque list of shit that we have to do when quarantine's over because like sticky yeah. rice. I, I went there, like my my brother and I went there before a Caps game one time and like I was almost like, dude, can we just skip the Caps game and just stay here and just keep eating sushi and tater tots? Like this fucking place is amazing. <laughs> um, I did want to point out um, Tobiko is, um, it's Flying Fish uh, Row. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't love Row, but I guess I've never noticed it in that role, so. I think it all, it's one of those things where it, like, all kind of goes together. Like, I'm not going right. to sit there and, like, eat, eat, like, you know, fish row, like, you know, with a spoon. But, like, Ugh. I'll eat it, I'll eat it on, on sushi for sure, and it doesn't really phase me. Well, I have, um, his... It seems like we're kind of the fancy food thing. It seemed like a good idea, and um, uh, as an idea, but then playing out, it, there really isn't that much. Diner food is just better. So yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I think all of us grew up with comfort food less than fancy food. Is is kind of the consensus that I've gotten from everyone. Right. Oh yeah. I do have three additional things though. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait. Um, I will have to say, one is creme brulee. Oh, That's well. pretty fancy. Right. But again, <laughs> with the crunchy sugar on top, I've got issues. <laughs> See, but like, I can deal with that. Right. Because it's one big piece. It's like, e- e- or even like, like when it's broken down, it's still right. like large piece, as opposed to like chewing the sand <laughs> that is granulated sugar. <laughs> 
<laughs> the next one is not maybe isn't like fancy fancy but um it wouldn't be in a diner either is spinach artichoke dip Love I could see that in a diner. I, yeah, I could see that in a diner too because you can get that shit at Fridays. So I yeah. can see that being in a diner and me getting awful diarrhea after. <laughs> um. There's some there's some sacrifices some that are worth, are worth it. it. Exactly. <laughs> I remember. The last, the last okay. thing is not exclusive to fancy restaurants, but it's it is one of those things, Mike, where where you said getting it at a fancy restaurant is going to be very much worth it, and that is a simple margarita pizza. My dog agrees. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've heard um, the space dog bark, and I'm quite excited about that. Uh, she never stops. So. <laughs> so, a margarita pizza, like yes. the simple, basic, original, old school, um, was basically like treated like a protected species by the by uh by italy um if you think i'm joking read my article about um new york and the food ball thing like new york literally or like italy was like they had the european union protect the recipe of the margarita pizza so that people can't steal it good that's that's how serious they take this shit (laughs) like it's it's insane but yeah like like that's the other thing too is like when you have a pizza that has a whole bunch of toppings good right like it's good when when it has a bunch of toppings but when you have a simple pizza that's just like the sauce and the cheese you have it has to be even better because you're you have less to hide right like yeah well the margarita pizza that i've had before and i've never had a margarita pizza taste as good and it was very expensive didn't even have pizza sauce on it it was it had um like a, a garlic oil and um, mozzarella cheese, but then it had like huge, very, very fresh sliced tomatoes. And like the, they were sliced um, just like little discs, I guess, yeah. um, not like cubed or anything. And um, topped with fresh basil also. Like it was quite literally the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And a- yeah. I've only ever had it once. <laughs> yeah. It was a plate. It was a pizza place in Fredericksburg, actually. Oh yeah, which one? I don't know. I was in fifth grade. <laughs> really, um, honestly, the pizza could have tasted like trash, and I'm just remembering it much better than it was. But... I <laughs> so want you to go back to this restaurant and find out that it was like a pita with <laughs> vegetable oil rubbed on it. It's like an again, pizza. Again, it was really just a Lunchable because I was poor and I was never the kid with a Lunchable. So they were like, here's this. Yeah. Hey, by the way, like, we're, did you guys also get that too? Like, I, we never had Lunchables. My parents like scoffed at that. They're like, we don't have that kind of money. No, like, yeah. I was, the cool kids had Lunchables. Yeah, not me. Yeah. I didn't even get fucking like Capri Suns, man. I had real juice boxes that were like sugar and water and that was it. Like, I, didn't have a packed lunch and then the lunch ladies would give me a cold cheese sandwich so hang on there was definitely a juice box and it had it was spelled s-s-i-p-s sips oh yeah sip there was juice. two s's I remember yeah. Sip. yeah that sips. one and five alive five alive fuck i remember five alive i love that shit <laughs> too much fucking citric acid so you're getting heartburn at like seven <laughs> it's, like eating, it's like eating the skin off the inside of your mouth. Like you have like canker sores. <laughs> Why are all these sores on my tongue? Wait, this isn't normal. This isn't something that happens to everyone everywhere. 
I'm trying to remember the, the uh, what were the fucking jug things called? Uh, little hugs? Is that what they were yeah. called? Yeah, oh, the fucking little, yeah, the, the foil thing you had to peel back? Yeah. Yeah, I, I suggested <laughs> that uh, for everybody who was saying that COVID was a hoax, um, everyone else should get vaccinations and they should get huggies that had uh, the word vaccine written on them. Um, but it was just V A K S E E N. Vaccine. And yeah, and, and fucking Sharpie. And everybody gets one. Here you go. <laughs> Get your juice. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's outstanding. Um, I want to go. Let's. And Jess, don't beat yourself up. This was a good yeah. topic. Just because it doesn't, we don't have a mil, like we don't talk about it for an hour. It doesn't make it not good. This was we got some we got some good shit out of this. Quality. I I do want to talk about Rambo's topic though, because I'm I'm really fascinated in this, because. It, it preys on everybody's perceptions of what they think we are as people. But the problem that I run into is, is I know all three of you really well. So I, th I don't really think there's anything that's going to surprise me. However, this isn't for me. This is for the audience. So let's kick this off with the guy who came up with the idea. Rambo, why don't you start us off and we'll go and kind of go round table and then we'll, uh, we'll close up shop on the second episode here. I love lady pop singers. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen's album, her second album, is one of the best things I've ever heard. Um, just the other day, I was able to remind all of you that in case anyone was worried, uh, the title track off of Avril Lavigne's Losing Grip is still fucking banging. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, something about uh, a, a, a lady pop star, I'm all about it. And like, old ones, new ones, yeah, let's do it up. Um, I I remember when um, the accountant that Ben Affleck movie came out. Um, when that dropped, that came out the same time as the the Jack Reacher sequel. Um, spoilers: the accountant is fucking great. The second Jack Reacher movie was only okay. Um, and me and a buddy were like, "Hey." Which are the uh, we, we couldn't figure out which one we wanted to go see. So I was like, well, why don't we go see both? But first, we need to eat. So we went to fucking Red Hot and Blue and got fucking cheap barbecue. And it was goddamn delicious. But driving over, I was blasting uh, uh, I Really, Really, Really Like You by Carly Rae Jepsen and having a wonderful time. Um, so... Be multifaceted, my friends. Um, like things that, you know, may not seem like you might expect, but people expect you to enjoy them. So, yeah, something about fucking, I don't know, ladies' voices having a good old time singing about bubblegum shit. It's awesome. I agree. <laughs> the fucking best. <laughs> I, I agree, and I, I would even go a step further. For me, it was always, like, the pop singers who, who did, like, that really soft rock stuff. Like uh like I like I fucking love Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway album. That was my shit. Oh, like, don't, all through high school. Don't start uh, with my girl. Fuck yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, my fucking, god. I fuck, like I, I was never the biggest Pink fan, but I, I liked like that. Sh like right after her like R and B era when she did stuff like Just Like a Pill and and Don't Let Me Get Me. Like I loved all that kind of shit. Well, you know, and funny Hang thing on. about that, I'm sharing the meme right now in the in our group <laughs> chat. First off, I started laughing so hard because I just read the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing that you shared. 
I had to mute myself. <laughs> but I made this I made this meme, and MC was like, "Fuck, you feel like that with Kelly Clarkson too?" Because like, <laughs> there's I got something for Kelly Clarkson, man. Like I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, she got sick the, over the, the years too. The Tyson one, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson puts Jeff Bezos's net worth into a new perspective. If Jeff Bezos put all his money up his ass, he would need a really big ass. Good times. Oh, but no, what I was going to say about uh, Pink. The R and B thing was forced on her by the label. Oh shit! Uh, 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 yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, there, there was a time where a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of folks, especially in the black community, thought that she was actually black and just oh, like shit. super light skinned. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. She she definitely had that sort of like racially ambiguous look of like I don't yeah know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I remember her talking about that. After, uh, you know, after the first album or two, uh, she was like, "I this is not what I want to be doing." I, well, no, when, we, yeah. when, when we made our uh, fantasy band draft and we made our all-female band Hyperion that was our lead singer was Pink like that mm-hmm. that she's oh, got some fucking yeah. Yeah. Some versatility oh yeah she can sing her face off dude I like, didn't know I don't know if you guys know but she had like a a like kind of folky alternative album um, oh. not not under Pink but um, it was a what? <laughs> I, said, I said magenta. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, Mike, you card. Anyway. Uh, um, you once heard in your bullshit jokes. You're I'm not bad, sure if you guys are jokes. familiar with the band City in Color. Um, but the, it's hey, a MC, Canadian. Didn't you bring them up? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, the name sounds familiar. They're like an alternative band, but the vocalist and producer from City and Color um, did a uh, duo with Pink, and it's called You Plus Me, and it's like very like folky, really, really, really good like soulful music. And I think they only released one album, but it's definitely, definitely worth checking out if you like Pink's voice because it's nothing that she's ever released on her own. Okay. Hell yeah. Right. So. So I know Rambo, um, MC, you kind of co-signed on Rambo's a uh, big fan of, of female pop singers. Yeah. What's what's something that we wouldn't expect out of you? Uh, I, so I, I thought about this earlier because I, I was really trying hard to think about it because I feel like as far as you all, I'm pretty transparent and you all have seen my Facebook. Like, there's not much I don't kind of share <laughs> that you guys wouldn't, wouldn't know. Um, I think for me, I, I think well, something that would surprise people is uh, I'm actually kind of really big into like design. And I mean design in the sense of like designing like houses and characters and shit. Like I like I, I mean, I don't live uh, on my own right now, but like the idea of me being able to like design my living space whenever I like buy a house in a few years or something, I get kind of excited by that because I think it's kind of cool. To, to do stuff like that um and like i don't i didn't yeah, know that like, at all that's awesome yeah like I, I mean like it's part of the reason why before i took my facebook break like i would share like my created characters and some of the games i was playing because like i kind of like i i 
kind of spent a ton of time. Like I, I actually have um, Soul Calibur six open right now, and I've spent like the last couple hours just like designing original characters. Like not even playing the game. The game is fun, but like just the designing of the characters is like a fun experience for me. So I, I really like doing it. Um, and I and I, I I would expand that to you know for like living spaces and stuff like that too. It's uh you know I just think it's cool. Dude, that's awesome. Me too. Like growing up, I remember um, I would play like Madden for instance. And remember when Madden had like the create your own team and create your own logo uh, yeah. functions? And like I would spend hours like making sure that the pants had the right stripe and they looked good and the jerseys <laughs> like matched and like I had an alternate uniform as well. Like I I would spend a ton of time on that. I used to love doing that, and like. It's translated into what I'm doing now with like all of the different like t-shirt designs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm totally with you, man. I love doing shit like that. It's 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 so, it's it, well, part of it's like it's gratifying, but also too like it, it shows like an eye for, like these are the things like, an attention to detail, which like is, in in my opinion, an important thing when you're when you're creative. I mean, it makes sense why you're why you're such a good musician too, because you pay attention to little things that most of the people wouldn't notice. Thank you. Of course, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Miss Dilla. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> this topic is so difficult for me. Uh, I think a lot like MC. I don't. I feel like most things about me, I'm very open about. So I feel like uh, I think the one thing that I can settle on is I absolutely love uh 90s to early 2000s country music oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i love it so like first you like jackson first you like like... sweet grit oh yeah now you like country uh i was raised southern and poor thank you There it is. I was born in Kentucky, so... Okay, yeah, this is all coming together. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, Shania Twain, Faith Hill, um, Alan Jackson, yes. Brooks and Uh, Dunn. Yes, Tim McGraw, (laughs) yes. So excited. Jody Messina, uh, the Charlie Daniels Band, yes. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, yes. And I don't think that's something people really expect from me. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. I think, yeah, most people wouldn't. And then I remember that you would bring your iPod in to, to work sometimes and we would listen to it. Yes, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, but then you have really, and I'm not one of those people who's like, I love all music. Um, <laughs> but realistically, my music selection is very out there. <laughs> so very back and forth. I am glad you found a thing you like, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I will agree. I will agree in this aspect, though, that like country music hadn't jumped the shark like it has now. Back then, there was still some, you know, to quote to quote Jess, there were some bops back then. And country music wasn't awful but now it's like it, it's it's gotten so shitty um, well that's that's why i specified the time frame yeah. because i do not know like 
current country music at all whatsoever. I don't listen to current country music. Even like mid 2000s, I wouldn't have any idea. But yeah. I think it's mostly the nostalgia factor for me, really, because it's what I grew up listening to. Oh, I get but, that. That's um, like with like Billy Joel and stuff like that. Like right, yeah. the chicks love them. Chicks. <laughs> also, their new album um, is great. So that's the only exception that I'll make, and that's because they make politically motivated music <laughs> that they do <laughs> they are not shy about that at all no i'm trying to think of something that you guys wouldn't know or expect out of me because i feel again we're, we're all pretty transparent about who we are as people um the Is biggest thing it's just never come up i'm trying to think like i don't you guys fucking know just about everything don't you like I mean, did you guys know that I'm an ordained minister? You have brought that up a couple times, actually, yes. Yeah. Okay. I have not. I did not know that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I actually was the one who performed the marriage ceremony for uh, Sandy's uh, niece and her now husband. Um, yeah. So I have performed huh. a wedding. Uh, that was kind of cool. Um, I Something that, like, it took me a little bit of time to get used to because of, like, stupid, like, bullshit like stereotypical male stigma is like my son absolutely loves stuffed animals and i remember being like oh you're getting too old for this shit and like and and at one point like it just came out of my mouth and i didn't even really mean that and i like was driving to work and i started thinking about it i was like this is fucking stupid why did i just say that to him because like he wanted this stuffed animal that talked right and it was it's really kind of a, a little kid toy but like he loved this fucking thing like he thought it was the coolest thing ever and like he really wanted it and i was like i don't think that that's appropriate i think it's for babies and he was upset but understood and i got in the car and i felt like the biggest dick in the world and i called sandy i was like order that fucking thing for him right now because i started thinking i was like that's not who i should be as a father regardless of the if that was the way that i was raised regardless of the way that quote unquote men are supposed to be and let me tell you what changed because i remember being like maybe 12 or 13 years old and i invited a friend over and they came in like they went up to my we went up to my room for some reason they saw that i had stuffed animals and i remember getting teased and immediately taking all those stuffed animals and like hiding them in the closet after that friend left to never be seen again now in our house Jax has a plethora of stuffed animals sandy has one and i also have i would say he's probably a good two feet tall uh, a porg from star wars that's uh, like a plush and i have no qualms about grabbing that plush and holding it and cuddling with it and shit like that because you know what in the end it fucking feels nice to be able to hug something that's squishy and soft so there yeah. you go that's mine i fucking love stuffed animals in fact I might even turn my camera on for a second because Jax gave me one. I showed you guys the picture earlier today of the giant fucking plush avocado that we got him, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, his, that his sister got him. Uh, well, he, because my son is fucking adorable, he had another one that was smaller that he gave to me. He was like, well, now that I have the avocado, Dad, I want you to take Hootsie. And this is Hootsie. My God. Hi, Hootsie. Hello, Hootsie. Isn't Hootsie the best? <laughs> yes. He's fucking adorable. And, and he's, oh, and he's so soft. Like, it's, like, there there was a point where you, you're like, oh, well, you know, these are things that adults shouldn't do. Why? It's fucking cute. And I love it. And it's soft. And it makes you feel better when you hug it. So fuck all that noise, man. And, like, I think that that's kind of the lesson that is nice to teach with this 
as we talk about these things that people wouldn't expect from us. It's like, like what you like, man. Like, have some fucking joy. Like, don't let people steal that from you. Like, if you like it and, like, it's not like a quote-unquote typical male thing or a typical female thing or a typical adult thing, fuck, who cares, man? Like, like what you like. Who gives a shit? If you watch cartoons and as an adult, like, this is what GGR was all founded on. Like what you like and, like, don't shit on people for that. Like, ever. And honestly, like... I think it's awesome hearing from all of you that like there are these things that people put stigmas on. Country music's horrible. Jess is like, I don't give a shit. I love it. Like guys shouldn't like girl singers, which is stupid because like they're fucking amazing. Like, like it, it's, it always bums me out to see, uh, and we've all seen it, whether it's at a comic convention or online or um, anywhere. Fuck, Rambo used to work in a comic book shop. I'm sure you saw this all the time. When you see somebody excited about somebody, something, and somebody else tamps it down. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. It's 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 the, it's the worst. Hey, Rambo. Yeah. Did you see that loser a couple minutes ago with the stuffed animal? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dicks. Goddamn stuffed animal. His uh, name, <laughs> his name, is Hootsie. Hootsie, pieces Hootsie. of shit. <laughs> Are you the blowfish? <laughs> Hootsie, Hootsie ah. the blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's ultimately it like it it came down to like what what was more important for me, like seeing my kid happy or like some weird bullshit outdated macho horseshit stigma and like fucking stuffed animals are dope man who gives a shit right my apartment is filled with stuffed animals so i agree yeah when i was having when i was having like it stopped uh when i went to a doctor for my back um one of the like last things he said to me was uh ideally you should be you know you should get like a stuffed animal or a pillow or something that you can kind of hug while you sleep because your arms are are like you're you're um, the arm, whatever arm that's, I, I sleep on my side, so whatever arm is up in that's up, up in the air, tends to fall across my body and it strains my back. So ideally, I'd be hugging something while I slept. He's like a doctor recommended that I should get a stuffed animal. So it's good for your goddamn body, <laughs> like and your soul. Soul. <laughs> And, like, what's, what makes it funny, too, is that, like, Sandy hates the Porg. Like, because <laughs> she's, like, it's always staring at me. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, maybe if you're nice to me, wouldn't. Plotting. I mean, you know. I used no. to think my stuffed animals moved in the middle of the night. Oh, my. <laughs> I had a little Simba doll, and I swore he would turn his head. But I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I, um... When I would when I would stay at my uh, my dad's uh, parents' house as a kid, my my grandmother had uh, all of these porcelain dolls, who when they laid down their eyes would close, and when they sat up their eyes would open, and of course they were in the room that I had to stay in when I would stay at their house, and I fucking swear to God at night those pieces of shit would open their eyes when they were laying down. Well, yes, he just, just scared the shit out of me. They were like, all I, haunted. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Of course they were. <laughs> they were made of porcelain and nightmares. Like. <laughs> Trapped souls of oh, Victorian there's a, children. There's another emo band name right there. Porcelain what was and it? Night, porcelain and nightmares. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here we go. We haven't had a band name in a while, actually, so I got to add it to the list. Super <laughs> excited. Well, guys, this is fun, as always. Um, but honestly, also, great to have Miss J. Dilla back with us. I'm super excited about this. Uh, to I'm have excited, you too. And involved in our shenanigans. Thanks. Again. Uh, so, guys, check us out. Uh, we're on Apple Music. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. We're on Amazon. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We're, we're everywhere that you can find podcasts. In fact, we've even got a YouTube channel because MC plays video games on there. I know Jess is working on some stuff, and you'll be seeing some of her great content as well. We're working on it. We're going to have all sorts of great content coming up because 2021 is going to be a dope year for GGR because 2020 in spite of all the shit that was going on 2020 was a fucking amazing year as well uh, we are committed to making sure that we continue to have a a safe space for everyone where you can talk about geeky nerdy things and not have to worry about gatekeepers not have to worry about people shouting you down or bringing any hate speech into the mix it's also something that we're going to do everything that we possibly can to give voices to people who don't have one or who want one. So we're working with as many people who want to have podcasts, who want to have articles, whether they be male, whether they be female, whether they be people of color. We are trying to make this as inclusive a place as we possibly can. It is something that we have always been committed to. It is something we are going to continue to be committed to. So please, if you want to share your voice with the internet, let us know. We're here. It is greatgeekrefuge at gmail.com. You can reach out there. You can reach out to us on Facebook, on Twitter, all of those things. Even Instagram if you wanted to. We'll be more than happy to answer a message on Instagram, even though the Instagram ones always feel weird because 99 times out of 100, they're spam. So probably, probably go for another route on that one. But for all of us here at The Great Geek Refuge, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for reading our content. We'll catch you the next time we're around. And for all of us here, guys, together there are no heights we can't reach. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>